listen to mymind.com, you might not go to hell. Mind of Man, Mind of God, number 52. It's August the 19th, 2007, the 20th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Happy almost birthday, Dave. Oh, I thank you so much. Uh, this is a momentous almost day for me as I'm almost turning 50 today. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I hardly know what to say. <laughs> okay. I don't, you know, you're old. You don't need to say anything anymore. I know. I was, I was, at, I was at church, and there was this hot, hot babe behind me, and I was thinking, she thinks I'm a grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, oh God, uh, but I'm still attracted to her. But what am I gonna do? Probably nothing. Probably nothing. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. But hey, hey, hey. But maybe based on today's readings, maybe I will do something because. Really? You know, Reiner, today's readings were very inspiring readings, didn't you think? No. <laughs> you didn't? I, th- I thought they were goofy. Goofy? Oh, my God, no. I thought they were really uh, kind of take-up-your-sword kind of deal here. Yeah, I don't like swords, though. Well, it's a metaphor. I know, but... It's a metaphor for guns. <laughs> guns. No, it's a, it's a metaphor for action. Explosives. I did see uh, the Bourne Ultimatum yesterday, speaking of things blowing up. So. Oh. Oh my God, that's a good movie, huh? <laughs> a lot of stuff blowing up, fighting and stuff. He was. Uh, I had a couple problems with that movie, but I liked it. What did you think of it? Do you like it? I I'd seen the other ones. It was entertaining, you know. Oh sure. So. But um, anyways, back to our show. Yeah. So what did you think of today's reading? You want to tell? You want, should I tell you what I thought the theme was? Yes, you're. Good I thought that the theme was two things: speaking truth to power and revolution. That, that's that's how I would summarize the themes of the readings there. And one thing I thought was interesting right off the bat, which I I, I think are um, words that uh, uh, resonated with me. We were talking about Jeremiah right off the bat. So Jeremiah ought to be put to death. He is demoralizing the soldiers who are left in the city and all the people by speaking such things to them. He's not interested in the welfare of our people, but in their ruin. So here you got a guy who is probably just, whatever, telling them the truth, saying, hey, you're messing up, you need to do this. And what does the, the natural order, the, the, the establishment say? Well, he's just making people upset. You know, we've got to put him to death. Isn't that always the way? It is. I, I actually looked at this and I sa- said, what was he saying to him? So I clicked on the little thing and read the whole chapter, and and he was saying stuff like, you know, yeah, you're going to die if you don't do something. I don't know. Repent. It wasn't repenting. It was like they were fighting somebody else that I forget. And he and he was telling them that you should, like, give in to them or you'll all be killed. Mm. And, and, and there was this whole exchange. And then you know, how that goes in here about the king... Who it was? Yeah, the king. Right. And then he sent this other guy, the Cushite, who, which actually means Ethiopian. I read in the footnotes. Oh, really? <laughs> but and then he saved him. And then, then after this, he had a little, you know, private talk with him, the king and this guy. And they had to, you know, the king was receptive to what he said, but he he kept saying, "Don't tell anybody we talked about this," because yeah, you know. <laughs> so so it's like the king was good with listening to the truth, but. 
he still had to act like he was in charge, you know. Still a politician, right? Yeah, kind of, so. <laughs> well, it, it kind of goes to that whole point of a prophet is always reviled in his own country, his own people. Well, yeah, the very fact of being a prophet means you're saying stuff that's not popular. Right. Right, so, yeah. So they're not going to want to hear it, so. Which kind of brings us to our next reading. So we have the, the next reading, uh, what was that? From Hebrews? Uh, oh, yeah, and saying, For the sake of the joy that lay before him, he endured the cross, despising its shame. Um, and it says down, well, there, you have not yet resisted the point of shedding blood. So, I mean, it's all this stuff about, well, this is not going to be easy. This is going to be, you're going to have to be doing some suffering. And, uh, and then the gospel talks a lot about, well, I've come to create this division, and this is not about peace and harmony, and, um, and if you take up your cross or whatever, this is not necessarily going to be an easy ride, um, which I think is... is so, so you're all about bucking the system, is that what you're saying? I'm all about bucking the system. <laughs> well, generally speaking, the system needs bucking, doesn't it? I guess. Just by the very fact that it's a system. Perhaps. <laughs> well, I think it. I think it does, just because the system has nothing to do with God's word. I don't. Think. I don't think God's word is matter. It. It. That's true, sort of. But. But then you have the that whole conflict between, you know, the establishment and, you know, innovation or mm -hmm. stuff, which is the same. You know, comes down to analogously this, the struggle between letting the spirit work and you know <laughs> maintaining the integrity of the faith sort of you know that church hierarchy versus well that's great but I'm you know the Holy Spirit is working here so I mean yes there, there's always going to be an inherent conflict struggle something right but well maybe some people are here for different purposes too maybe some people are here to be quote unquote defenders of the faith, you know. You know, I don't think it's one of those deals like it's either or in terms of how God works. You know, I, I think you one person's purpose could be just to maintain, and another person's purpose here is to tear asunder, you know, and to, to change. And exactly, but those are cross purposes, so you have to come to some sort of resolution, right? Well, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that Hegel thing, uh, thesis, antithesis, and synthesis. Or, yeah. Uh, you know, probably the same thing applies in space as well, or in religion or spirituality or whatever. Kind of. I, I always go back to that, um, you know, old Greek thing, moderation in all things, and I always go, including moderation. Of course. <laughs> you know, occasionally you have to do radical things, mm -hmm. but, you know, not every day. <laughs> Well, I don't know. You know, maybe, how do we know it's not every day? I mean, if you really You'd embrace... you get tired, Dave. <laughs> it would be tiring, I guess. Yes. <laughs> but, I mean, if you really embraced what God was telling you to do on a day-to-day -day basis, what do you think it would be? I mean, I think he'd give you the day off every now and then? Or... Every Sunday, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so I thought these were pretty good readings. I, I think a lot of people... Uh, they use their faith as kind of a what in whatever faith we're talking about. They use it as sort of a holding ground or holding pen or something or a place where they want to just be secure and 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 I don't know if that's always the right thing. I don't know if that's 
you know what I mean? Well, I've got an inside track on God. Yes, a lot of people think that. Yes, people all over the map think that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, the far right, the far left, everybody in the middle, everybody says, oh, I know what God wants. Yeah. And I'm going to... It's kind of nauseating. Yeah. I get tired of it. Is that what we're doing, Dave? <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, we're we're just giving our opinion. I mean, I, I, I don't think necessarily that I have the answer for answer for anybody else or everybody else or anything. Or anybody else, but I don't <laughs> well, know. Well, I think, I'd have to think I have some answer for somebody. Yeah, probably, maybe. Probably wouldn't even get out of bed. But, um, or, or at least, you know, some food for thought. Food some, for thought. Exactly. Something to help you get to your own yeah, answers or something. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's um, but it is interesting, all this stuff, uh, you know, about that it isn't about peace, that it is about um, fires blazing and, and things changing. And and I, I guess this somewhat goes back to that uh, environment that Jesus was born into. It was very kind of, he was a pretty radicalized environment. He was probably very similar to the 60s here in America, I would think, in some sense. Real, uh, a lot of radical groups. Of radical ideas at the time. Yeah, I, that's all rel, you know, somewhat relative in the sense that, I mean, you could say we got radicals now. I mean, what's happening, you know, in Iraq? Oh yeah, sure. I mean, and <laughs> which, as an aside, I also found interesting in that when I went to the movie last night, I don't go to the movies much. Yeah. And I saw the previews for new movies. Yeah. <laughs> and two of them were about, you know. <laughs> How do you resolve the war on terrorism? One of them, and I forget what it was called. I don't know. And another, they were both like war related. I went, isn't that interesting? Hollywood's trying to tell America something. Sure. But you know. Eh. <laughs> well, we're always trying to figure things out, you know. Exactly. But yeah, I thought this was interesting about the, you know, father against son and son against father and mother against daughter and all this. Mm-hmm. So I read the footnote on this. What are they trying to say? And they're just basically saying, yeah. And, and the footnote anyway <laughs> said, well, it's because of the different acceptance or rejective rejection of the message, you know, that you're hearing will cause this division. Right. So, okay. So, so I guess we're done. Cool. <laughs> well, we oh, didn't even say... our next segment. Well, we, except, Dave, you know, we're, we're forgetting our essentials here. Oh, of course. Foosball? Of course. Come on, Dave. <laughs> well, um, foosball. You know, I never think about this stuff. Bring it on me. But I should know. I should be thinking about it. Uh, well, you can't always just be playing it safe in the foosball world. You have to go with it. You have to pick up your foosball sword. Go forth. I guess. <laughs> Lame. Lame. I don't know. Well, we got uh, more. We got more segments. We'll throw this crap in. Okay, all right. You want to go? Let's go. No sex for you. Which brings us to relationships. What do you think the meaning of today's readings are in terms of relationships? In terms of bringing your sword instead of just playing it safe. In terms of you know just not you know speaking the truth. How does that all relate to our? Interpersonal relationships, our sexual relationships, our 
romantic relationships. Wow. <laughs> you always you always get me to just sit here in a daze with these day. Isn't that what I did last week? I think so. Like a deer in the headlights. Yeah. Um but see I think there's some relevance to this. I I think there's relevance in terms of you know, things that people do with each other. A lot of, a lot of stuff gets into where you're just trying to keep the peace and you're just trying to uh and I think for me, what it what it means is it's all this thing about what relationships are really about versus what we think they're about. I mean, we think they're about uh, romance and kids, family, and all all these various things that it's supposed to make you feel um, if you have a romance or you have a relationship. I don't know that that's the case all the time. I, I don't know that that's really the intent of relationships. I think sometimes what they're you know they're like other things. They're like a they're like a um, oh, what's the word in, in yoga? They would say it's like a it's like a um, dharma you have. It's like a path you have. It's a path to your spiritual growth. But it isn't necessarily that it's all about you feeling good, or that that's even the primary reason. I think sometimes it's about challenge and it's about bringing out the best in each other, or bringing out you know something, connecting in that way. And it, that can be more about truth and 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 you know, cutting things out yeah. rather than just, you know, feeling good. Yeah, you know, if, in that re- reference to this, like if you want to say what's this have to do with relationships, I'm about not keeping the peace but speaking the truth because this whole keeping the peace thing is stupid, mm-hmm. especially if I'm supposed to be having an intimate relationship with somebody. You know, I should tell, you know, if I can't straight up tell you everything, what kind of relationship am I having? I'm saying it isn't about any of those other things it's about I don't know me getting what I want or you it, keeping the peace or oh sure and you know there's a lot of that talk about like hit my needs your needs and all that kind of thing uh, which is valid I mean I'm not saying that's not valid right. but I mean maybe a greater need that sometimes people have is for the truth of you know what that mirror that that other person is is, is showing them yeah. I tell you, Dave, I, I didn't have any intention of doing this, but again, I never go to the movies, uh-huh. right? But again, last night we went to the movies. I went with my daughter, Krista, right? Right. To see it. And, and we're sitting there, when we got there a couple minutes early, and there was these, these two couples that walked in. Right. right? And, and it was like, and there was these two guys who walked in, and the two chicks were like following them about three feet behind. Mm-hmm. And I went, they're married. I said, oh yeah, <laughs> and then the the guys sat down next. So they walked to the middle of the pool, sat down, and you know, was talking to each other. And the girls kind of made their way and sat on either side of them. And I said, I'm checking their hands. I'll bet they're married. But but then afterwards, they were walking out right in front of us. <laughs> and I was just like, you know, Krista, like the one girl. I mean, she was just hot, right? Right. And and I went. I want to go up to that girl and say, you know, you're way too hot to have this guy treat you like that. <laughs> I mean, you know, and Krista said to do they were like, they didn't even hold hands, touch each other, nothing. They were just walking. And I'm like, and she thought, you know, they're too old to be blah, blah. And I said, they're too young to be acting like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm old, but I wouldn't, act, I don't want to act like that. <laughs> right. I mean, right. you know, it, I was just, so yeah, it was more like, hmm. So that kind of makes you wonder, like, what has what has gone out of that? I mean, obviously we're just 
prognosticating, but what has gone out of that relationship, or was it ever there in the first? Exactly. Yeah. Because that's what I said. <laughs> I said to her, says, I touch both of those chicks, you know, and these guys are walking around like, oh, we got, you know, slaves or something. I, 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 I just, you know, didn't like it. Yeah. But, you know. That's too bad. Yeah. On the other hand, maybe they just, like, spend time, like, talking to each other because they're friends and they don't talk to each other that much. Is that possible? Like, the guys are friends or the girls are friends or... Well, the girls, yeah, they weren't really talking either. They were they just yeah. trailing along, sort of. Yeah. And I went, why didn't the guys just go to the movie then? <laughs> That's true. I don't know. That's true. What's the point there? But anyway. So... Anyways, that's our thing. I think I think it applies in relationships as well, and, and it, it, that it's more important to just be honest and listen to where God has taken you, even if it's not pleasant and even if it's not nice or cozy or whatever. That's important. All right, let's hear for division. Let's hear for division. Our 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 word for today is don't make nice. Just get just get mad. <laughs> All right, should I do my last little thing here? Yes, sir. Now, I wonder if this is, a, this is kind of a counterpoint to that. If this is about telling the truth. Those who oppose us are not the enemy, but victims of the enemy. They can be delivered, Paul insisted, but we are to speak the truth in love. Truth without love is dogma. It does not touch the heart. Love without truth is sentimentalism that does not challenge the will. When truth is spoken with love, God's Spirit can use it to change another's mind. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that kind of adds a little bit of something nice. Yeah. All right. I guess we're done. We're out. See you later, everybody. Ciao. You can make it. Shoot it. Momog.com.